This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. You're glad to be in church this evening. Why don't you just give God some praise and bless His holy name. Father, we thank you and we bless your name for being called as your own, your family, your people, your sons and daughters. We thank you because your presence is here tonight. We thank you because we are gathered to your name and there is nothing that will stand the presence of our God this evening because the shout of the King is among us. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord we proclaim your lordship here this evening and we bless your name glory 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 blessed be your name forevermore and on that note father we declare this service yours in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost oh can someone rejoice this evening thank you god bless you i would like you before you take your seats to just welcome five people to service give them a handshake give them a high five a hug just briefly ask them how their day went and welcome them to service for in jesus name you can take your seat hallelujah so of course i would like to um thank my pastors Pastor Sholan, Pastor Abby, for this opportunity to represent them, to share God's word with you um, this August evening in September. I hope you had a wonderful day today. My day was as my day always is, a normal work day. Praise God. All right. And sometimes you don't appreciate... Um, what God has given you because you think that what someone else has is more special than what you have. Amen. All right. But the, the truth of the matter, the beauty of life is that each and every one of us is a gift. There is something special on the inside of every single person. Specialness is not unique to anyone it is a human capacity if you're alive today and you're breathing and you're looking at me you are special you have a gift you have a talent you have a unique ability that nobody else has you have something to contribute to life that nobody else can do it quite like you can hallelujah and until the day you acknowledge that, you would always be an echo instead of a voice. You would always be looking at others as something special when the greatest thing you can become lies on the inside of you. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
And if you're a child of God, you're present in this church, you're born again, you're a Christian, you are extra special. It means there's an extra on your special. It means that the hand of God can rest upon that gift and transform it to something that can translocate a man from darkness to light. It may have economic power. It may have entertainment power. It may have the power to heal naturally. You may have a skill to sing and people listen to your singing and they are healed on the inside. They feel better. But if you're born again, the Holy Ghost will breathe upon that thing and you become a vessel in the hand of God. You don't need the title of a pastor, right, to be a blessing for Jesus. And I want to talk to us today about the body of Christ. You can just title it the body of Christ, the family of God. That's what it is, the church. It is one of the most... Uh, uh, the one of one of the most powerful weapons on the universe the body of christ it is the greatest cult that exists cult I, i'm using that word you know carefully it's not a cult like some kind of secret society it's secret <laughs> but it is not secret an open secret because the bible says talks about the hidden wisdom it says that that if they had known they would not have crucified lord of glory there's something that is secret about us even though we are everywhere believers are everywhere you can say that person is a christian that's a church <laughs> but the bible says in first john chapter 3 verse 1 it says behold what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of god it says that therefore the world does not know us because it did not know him the world doesn't know us they think they've heard the last of us but they don't know us they can't you know size us up edgewise if you're born again there's something mysterious about your life praise god and i hope this evening to stir up someone to begin to desire god to manifest that person that you became when you met jesus indeed all things passed away and all things became new there's something powerful about your life that even those who were uh, uh, raised with you and those who raised you up your mother and your father they don't know about you jesus was only 12 years old when the bible says that they were looking for him for three days he was 12 and when they found him he was not crying he was not looking for his lunch box or his water bottle he was not sad his clothes were not dirty he was full of life and of the will of God and he said to his mother a 12 year old boy why were you looking for me 12 years nothing is praying for three days in a strange land and here you are in Lagos because for six months you've not gotten a job you're feeling that God has forsaken you God never forsakes his own hallelujah someone said there's something unique about me I've got a gift I've got a talent I've got a unique ability there's something that God has placed on my inside Praise God. Are we together this evening? All right. I know Wednesday is um, usually cool. You know, you've had long days. Some people have had days that are 27 hours. Some have had days that are 35 hours, very long days. But you will get ignited this evening. There's something that will happen on your inside that will make you begin to run the race you've been running, but not like before. A, a renewed vigor, a renewed anointing, a renewed glory. The, the will of God for us is, is that every each and every one of us will begin to shine like Jesus. The Bible says, Bible says that one shall chase a thousand and two shall chase ten thousand. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. 
but the, the the thing that people don't realize is that many times that thing that idiosyncratic capacity that god has given you is going to be ignited or is going to be set ablaze or come alive when you find yourself in the right company praise god The Bible says that iron will sharpen iron, so does a man the countenance of his friend. If you want to sharpen iron, you need something that is as, as, as hard and as, you know, as firm as iron to sharpen it. You can't sharpen iron on foam. Praise God. the church many believers go to church on sundays you know during the week and so on and so forth it's just the way their week is i have to go to work during the week or i have to go to my shop to open the on saturdays i either i rest or i go for a friend's occasion just for friends and family friends and family saturdays sundays just for church you know i cannot miss church for anything kai and they go there every week it's just part of their week it's the way they end their weekend it's just that sunday ah sunday no 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 sunday i can't I, i'm not saying i can't i'm going to church on sunday it's like a religious thing but they don't know that they are they are they've come to a place that the bible calls mount zion the city of the living god they don't know they've come to the motherboard of all motherboards it is the source the fountain is the only thing that christ is building on the face of the earth you see this building you see this this warehouse where we are where we're in right now this place this praise sanctuary it was made from blocks i'm talking about blocks cement blocks they laid one block on top of the other you can't use a cement block to do anything you can't even sit on it you can't use it to do anything you can't cook in it you can't sleep in it but if you lay them like a civil engineer an architect would advise you to lay them you can build all kinds of things you can build bungalows, story buildings, skyscrapers. You can build all time. It, it's just the same bricks. Praise God. You can use bricks to do things. So you can use cement blocks to do that. They're not completely useless. You can use it to stone somebody. <laughs> person will say, yay. You can use it to do many things. But it is not useful beyond those kind of stuff it's the same thing with believers listen there's only one prayer that jesus christ prayed you know we call the lord's prayer see what's the lord's prayer say our father what in heaven they've told us several times that's not the lord's prayer if you want to know the lord's prayer go to he was just telling us a pattern of prayer the lord's prayer john 17 almost the entire chapter is in red he was about to be crucified and all of that the reason why he came and he began to pray says father i have done the work that you have given me to do and he begins to pray and he says I'm, I'm praying for the men that you have given me i have chosen them out of the world and he prayed just one prayer the entire thing was just one prayer verse 23 john 7 23 that, that they may be one even as i father and you are one 
it is one of the most it is the most powerful i mean jesus is the one praying now it's the most powerful prayer in scriptures that they may be one he says and the glory that you gave me verse 24 i have given to them that they may be one i was talking about the holy spirit the holy spirit is the glory of the father praise god there is a kind of glory that will not manifest until you understand what the church is matthew chapter 18 verse 15 and 20 jesus christ said if your brother has if you have something against your brother you know there's a conflict between you and your brother he says go to him the pastor keeps telling not telling us this that this is the most violated scripture in the bible one of the most violated scripture something happens between you and someone and then you've told one two three four five you know what happened yesterday but except the person that offended you it says if something happens between you but go to the person first and between you and, and the person try to settle it says if he will not hear you he says go and take two or three others if he say go and tell two or three others he says go and take them that means you take them and come back to the person i say <laughs> yesterday you know hear me okay let's sit down again and this if he will not hear you then tell it to the church he said pastor joshua i have a testimony what's the testimony brother Tade, yesterday you offended me i'm testifying against him he says if the church will not hear him then you can treat that brother or sister as a as a public and a sinner says how you can have nothing i reject you in jesus name that's what he's saying he now says that whatever you bind that's where that scripture comes from whatever you bind in heaven will be bound on earth abby no whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven folks don't know the power the, the power of this thing it's so powerful that he said that if that if any two of you agree as touching anything it shall be done of my father in heaven jesus now says in verse 24 where two or three are gathered i am there excuse me when i am the one that is only only me gathered in my own room just me is jesus not there with me sorry I, i'm asking a question now assuming you wake up in the morning and you are the only one gathered in your room doing your own prayer you are gathered with yourself you are wearing your gather and you are reading your bible and you are praying and all that is the lord with you are you sure if the lord is with you when you are the only one you know pastor also told us that if they ask you that question are you are you are you, are you the only one at home you say no the holy ghost is with me it's called god consciousness god consciousness god consciousness god consciousness god consciousness you look at the morning your account is about to finish you say ah, this is about to don't say that it's called god consciousness if it is the same god that 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 jesus told peter to go to the, the, the you know the river and catch a fish and open his mouth and saw stuff there the same god that fed uh, elijah with ravens you sit account this money is not going to run that's what elisha said elisha elisha told the, the widow what do you have a jar of oil it says go and gather vessels it's god consciousness it makes you crazy about life you are you have crazy faith I'll, I'll come to that in a moment you on your own just imagine you on your own you, are, you have crazy faith you have crazy passion for jesus you have a crazy desire to see people get saved you have a crazy love for sinners just you you on your own you pray three hours a day 
whether it's the God, the, anything that happens in your life, you are, already quoted 10 scriptures. Just you, you imagine if they bring two of you together and you bind something on earth. There is no virgin that has been beheaded and used for sacrifice. No one-eyed mosquito. There is no, there is no sacrifice on the face of the earth as powerful as the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and the family that understands that name. There's none. Is the greatest power in the universe. What happens when people are in trouble? The, the only person that they are sure of, that if the person prays with me, is maybe Pastor Abby or Pastor Shola. So what they do is they, I want to see Pastor. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus did not say, if any two of you are, uh, no, no, no. He did not say that if any one of you agrees with the Pastor, it shall be done. Is that what he said? He says, if any two of you. I am talking about any two. Look at your neighbor. Look at them. Say, neighbor, are you any two? When you're praying by yourself in your room, God is there. And so Jesus must have been talking about another level of his presence. When he said, if any two of you, if where two or three are gathered, I am there. He's talking about a higher dimension of the presence of God. It's called the prayer of agreement. <laughs> but it's more than prayer. It's just called the agreement. I read something on Facebook some time ago when uh, a lady was writing and she said something like, I don't, I'm tired of church, self. All these churches, they'll just say, you know, uh, high five to your neighbor, touch your neighbor, and tell your neighbor, don't touch me now, don't touch me. Ah, I don't know if you've taken your bath, I don't know what you used to take your bath, I don't know who, who you are, and so on and so forth. I understand her. You see, not everybody in church is in the family of God. But the plan of God is that if someone comes here and they are not uh, in the cult, <laughs> imagine going for, a, going for a cult meeting, you're not a member. You just entered one, you just say, ah, you just were just going out of the office. You walk late in the night, maybe somewhere in VI. <laughs> I say, ah, that, there's that, that building. I saw light and it's dark. Let me see what's happening there. And you enter there, you see all of them wearing white with some sacrifices on the table. And there's a high priest at the head of the table, and they're just like, just enter, you just see that. Say, hey, continue. <laughs> Is that what you will say? You will carry, not speak, you will carry race. It's like that in First Corinthians 14. The Bible says that I don't, I don't want all of you to be speaking in tongues. I want you to prophesy. So that when, you, when an, a, an unlearned person, an unbeliever comes into the room and the secrets of his heart are revealed, he will fall down on his face and say, truly God is among you. So I understood that. In fact, not everybody in church is in the family of God. And not everybody in the family of God is in the army of God. God has a family and God has an army, and they're not the same thing. Judges chapter 7, Bible says that they were Midianites were oppressing Israel, and God told Gideon that Gideon, go and fight them. Gideon said, If anybody that wants to fight, come on. 32,000 people came out. 32,000. God said, ah, These people are too many. Before they said that they're the ones that their power got them this victory. Okay, tell them, if any is afraid, let them go back. 22,000 went back. Sometimes when you read something, like, what did they come? What did they think they were going to do? <laughs> They think that Nollywood was looking for people to come and act movie. You came out to fight war. 32,000 of you. And they say, if you are afraid, so you are afraid. But a lot of people that come to church are afraid. 
there's one video on YouTube I saw some months ago. The pastor was just preaching like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> as he was preaching, he just did as if he saw something at the back that was very fearful. Maybe some people entered the church. Maybe we're gone. He just, he just sits and he started running. The church half scattered. People started running. Even the pastor, some of the pastors sitting in front. They, they, should say, they, they ran. He now came back and said, no, 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 no. I just wanted to <laughs> see whether Gideon's army is here. How many of you have seen that, that video? Uh, you've seen that video. <laughs> Even some of the pastors, they were sitting in front. Eh, eh, they started running. People are afraid. You, you are not part of the any two. 10,000. God was still not satisfied. God said, take them down to the river. That's a very deep thing. It's a very deep thing. It's talking about separation. It's talking about baptism. It's talking about those that watch and pray. Because those that, those that bent down to drink water, 9,700 only 300 men were lapping like a dog would lap. That's what the Bible says. God said, take those guys. I want you guys to do nothing. Just carry your tambourines and your calabashes and hit them and praise. People that know how to praise. People that are in hot water up to the neck and can sing and can dance. Those are the army of God. I saw something on, on, on social media today. It says Jesus Christ wept, but he never complained. People that never complain. They've not paid you for six months. They, you have every reason to, to be angry. Your husband has, has never once, for once, one, even when he's free, agreed to stay with it. It's only you always with the children. You are, you are, you are vexed. But you don't, you don't complain. You say, Father, I thank you for my husband. I thank you. One day he will kneel down and say, Father, I thank you for this woman. This is my wife. I cannot live without this woman. Jesus never complained, but he wept. People that know how to pray, that's the army of God. That know how to praise, how to get up at night and start dancing <laughs> like a mad fellow. When everything is about wrong, that is the army of God. If one of them should meet another of them and two of them should agree. What's the meaning of Lobaton? Let me not go and say nonsense. It is finished. Opari. Ogola. If you are Igbo, don't, don't make fun of me. I'm Igbo too, but you see... I'm from, actually from Canada, like my pastor. I'm just here in Nigeria because of you. Praise God. What I'm telling you this evening is very, very powerful. It's very, very powerful. Church is not the step down. Church is not the place you come to, you know, just to end your weekend. No. It's not the place where you, you, you are late to walk. You are late to walk and you are calling them. In. Ah, ah, I'm calling. Please, I'm going to be late by 15 minutes. Uh, you know, just help me explain. But you just walk into service. <laughs> this is my father's house. Hallelujah. That church is not that. It should be of all your engagements in life. That should be number one. It is Jesus did not have did not borrow blood from the blood bank to, to, to die for us. He shed his own personal blood. He feels the thing personally. In Acts chapter 9, verse 1 to 4, when Saul, the apostle that became Paul, was persecuting the church, and he was doing and he was, you know, Jesus Christ arrested him. First person that Jesus arrested in the Bible. Okay, no, that was not the first person. In the New Testament, 
was Saul. I gave him a dirty slap with light. Woza, the guy fell from his horse. He said, Saul, why are you persecuting my people? That's what Jesus Christ told Saul, right? That's not what he said. Why are you persecuting my church, my disciples? That's not what he said. He said, you see, that, those are, there are places in the Bible when I read them, I, 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 think, I think upon them deeply. He said, why are you persecuting me? Jesus is the truth. That means that his words are true. He doesn't tell lies. He has never lied in his life before. And he has lived, let me see, ancient of days. And Saul said, who are you, Lord? Who are you? And he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Saul had never met Jesus in his life before. Never slapped him. Never kicked him. Never dragged him to jail. So what was Jesus talking about? Jesus said, me. You are persecuting me. You don't know what it means when you come to church and the usher tells you to sit here and you're like, look at you. If they double your height, I'm taller than the two of you. And you want them where to sit. God will forgive you and your destiny. You now go and sit where you want to sit. And then you now raise up your hand and say, Lord Jesus, I'm here just to bless you. Now lie. Jesus has just met you now. And you persecuted him. And as you say, Lord, oh, you're crying. And just can you say, oh, you persecuted me. You said, me, your savior, you said if you double my height. Church is that powerful. Now, it's not everybody. You see, the reason why people, <clears throat> we live in, in, you know, although pastor has already told us that, you see, people say all kinds of things. You say, ah, what is church turning to? Church is not turning to anything. People are just sleeping around. Paul wrote to the Corinthian church and told them that <laughs> there's kind of fornication going among, among you that is not, that's not even heard among unbelievers. A man is sleeping with his stepmother. And he gave two or three other examples. People are just stealing money anyhow, blah, blah, blah. People are just lying. <laughs> Maybe you don't know the story of Ananas and, and Sapphira. So people are very careful, you know. They come to church, just want to enter into, you just want to, just me, myself, and I, my family, my wife, my husband, and my children. You have to, dry, you have to pull the children away from them and tell them, don't worry, they'll be, they'll be okay in children's church. <laughs> See, I don't, see I, don't trust, I don't trust, I don't trust you people. You know, just want to see there. As soon as service is over, like this, as if they are pressing remote from, from somewhere, you just turn enter into the car, just like, hey, hello, how are you doing? I said, yeah, thank you, God bless you. This is my church, don't worry, I'll see you next Sunday. That is not church. You, and you might have been to places where, you know, you might have been hurt and all that and so on and so forth. You know, you might have seen things and heard things and so on and so forth. Right. But listen, there's something that is on the inside of you. Whenever you see uh, 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 people in, in scriptures, you will see that if Barnabas did not find Saul or Paul, he would never have become the apostle. Paul and Silas, Paul and Barnabas, Peter, James, and John. Even Jesus had 12 disciples. They were not just his servants. He said to them in one place, I believe Luke 22, 28, something like that. He said, you, are, you, are, you have continued with me in my trials. In his, in, his, in his deepest trouble, he was disappointed. He said, that couldn't you watch with me one hour? Because they were sleeping. As he was praying, they were sleeping. They were his company. You, you, you have to have people like that who are believers in your life. When I was growing up, my, my mom, my mom is the one that, that taught me everything I know about Christianity. As I, as I grew up, all those great names, 
Hagen, all those, she brought those books. They were all at home, praying in tongues, speaking. And that, you know, in the night, we just wake up, tap ourselves, say, she has tired again. Groaning in the spirit. I said, what is this? Mm-mm. Sometimes we'll, we'll try to make fun of her. We're just children. Someone told her that she was cursing God. Ah, she said, ah. So she stopped praying in tongues for a while. One night, there was a hand, as if a hand touched her. She woke up. She didn't see anybody. Started opening her Bible one after the other. You know, she was going to places where the scripture instructs about the power of speaking in tongues. She's the one that taught us how to hear God. She was praying to hear God. One day, she was saying, Lord, Father, I want to hear. I want to hear. Speak to me. I want to hear. And she was going. That time, the trains were active in Ibadan. That was Ibadan. And she was about to cross. And there was a train coming. Oh, it's very, you know how loud those trains are. And she just jumped. And the devil said, you, you are jumping a train. And you want to hear God's voice. You, you, are, you are in trouble. A few weeks later, she was lying down on the couch at home. And she just heard, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not. These were the stories that my mom told us when we were growing up. That made us hunger for God. That needed not be rightly dividing the world. That's second Timothy 2.15. She got up and went into the kitchen. I said, who said that? She went, came to see. We were, we were all having siesta or pretending to be having siesta. She had a group of people there. There were about five or six. They used to pray. If anything was going to happen to any one of them, they knew it weeks before it would happen, months before it would happen, including if death was going to come. They could see it. That power, that gift, whatever it is that God has given you, a singing talent, an acting talent, something that has to do with IT computers, listen to me. Don't listen to the voice of the enemy that is spreading through this generation and telling people that church is just religion. You see, religious people, everything we want to pray, uh, we have prayed enough. Instead of us to use our brain, we are praying. I have to write a book on that thing. The greatest weapon that God can, has, has ever given the church is the power of prayer. Prayer is not against thinking. It's not against logic. You can encourage thinking without down, downplaying prayer. You can encourage intelligence without downplaying prayer. Praise God. It's the greatest weapon. People that talk like that, they have never prayed in their lives. Monday, only three people came to the shop to buy something. Tuesday, only three, four people came. Wednesday, it was just completely dry. They were just browsing around your shop. They didn't buy anything. Thursday, today is Friday, end of 12. You've only sold what you, what you could have sold on one morning on, and all that. Friday, you two want to just <laughs> tweet TGIF, just do selfie, like, ah, I'm, business is booming. That's, that's what they call slow fine now. I hope you know there's a new one, slow fee. That means that slow motion, selfie in slow motion. They just launched, I think Apple just launched that one, launched that one now. So just someone, just see someone. They very started doing it before with normal video stuff, you know, just moving like the spirit of earthworm is on them. Like, oh. I don't know, as <laughs> well in Jesus' name. You know, you lock the door of that shop, remove those your shoes and all those things you learned in business school and all those things, and, you know, remove that stuff, remove all those artificial stuff and all that, and you get on your knees and you begin to pray in the, in the Holy Bible. says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man have much. The following week, you don't... You, maybe you were selling for before now. It's now seven. Seven people came to buy something. 
you get a sister or a brother that is in the army of God and say, brother, sister, I want you to pray with me concerning my business. The Bible says, if you have done that and nothing happened, if you agree with this brother or this sister, my father will do it for you. That's the power of church. With that understanding, there's nothing that will be impossible to any one of us. You can raise the dead. Are you with me this evening? Say with me, say in the name of Jesus, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Say, I have been called in these last days to be a soldier for Jesus Christ. Say, the hand of God is upon me and upon everything I do. Say, I identify with the body of Christ. I am enlisted in the end time army. Say, the Son of God has come. The whole world lies in darkness under the sway of the wicked one. But the Son of God has come and he has given me understanding. And I am in him that is true. Even in my Lord Jesus Christ. Say, therefore, I arise and I shine for my light is come from today. I follow after righteousness and I pursue holiness. I walk in the light upon my high places. Say, I am surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. I have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Say, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Say, I have the capacity to recognize those that God has sent to me and planted around me to fulfill my destiny. Listen, the Bible says that the moment Elizabeth stepped upon the porch, Mary stepped upon the porch of Elizabeth's house, the babe in her left. If you receive this word tonight, every time you step into the household of David, anything that God has placed on your inside will begin to leap will begin to leap with renewed strength when you hold the hands of someone when you lift up your hands when we lift up our hands together on sunday on wednesday at prayer meeting at household meeting wherever you are it will not be ordinary visions of your life will begin to come to bear the instructions of god will become clear it's the most powerful place in the universe the house of god so father we thank you for in jesus name we have heard your word amen god bless you Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.